live. So I officially welcome everybody to our conversation. It's Monday morning. We're having our Monday morning huddle. Why don't you guys join us, man? Come on in. Let's go. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Shay. Shay, we're going to want a, an update on, on your lady. Mark, we're going to want an update on your weekend. But welcome to Monday, September 20th. Especially if you don't have a huddle. Like if you're if you're huddle-less, then this is the great place for you to be because everybody should have a huddle that they're going to. And we're going to give you some content today that's fantastic. You know why it's fantastic? Because I wrote it and I know that. <laughs> Couldn't wait to give it to you because there's so there it much is. stuff. There it is. The world is throwing us so much stuff. So let's start out with this: five touchdowns, and he comes out this week and says he wants to play till he's fifty. Cut me a break, Mister Break. <laughs> yeah, the guy's special. The guy is very, very special. It was uh, better now than he did ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, I I wonder, I wonder if that's a testament to the culture that he's in now. Bruce Arians is a very different head coach than Bill Belichick. So I wonder if, you know, some of the handcuffs being off or just a different personality and a different vibe has brought some life back to him. Cause I, I agree. He looks, he looks as dialed in and as fresh and as sharp as I've seen him. So Christian, today's content are things that we need to unlearn that we learn from our parents or other people. And one of those things is you bet your ass I'm blowing my own horn. Because <laughs> if I don't, no one else will, man. So good for you. Good for you. Great stuff. Um, so here's my Tom Brady challenge of the week. The problem. I saw Tom Brady do a Subway commercial. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah who doesn't eat bread is he doing Subway commercial. <laughs> Come on, man. When they say that, yeah. So he's bad. doing NFT. He's doing NFT commercials. He's doing yeah. crypto commercials. He's doing subway commercials. On, what? Want, he's creating like generational money for years and years and years to come. Mm -hmm. um, would not be um, would be remiss if I did not shout out Jake, who got a, an opportunity to go back to Gainesville. Um, here he is on the sideline. Um, he was extremely well received by his peers. He had not been back there, uh, not coaching. A lot of the guys wishing him well and wishing him to come back. But when you're looking for motivation, there is nothing like the fourth quarter in the swamp. Jay, show me Tom Petty. Yeah, it was it was awesome to be in the text thread with him and hear how the players received him, how the coaches received him, and what it was like to be back in the environment for him. I have experienced that before, but it's always good to know that you left your mark on the organization. It's always good to know that you mattered while you were there and that you're missed when you're gone. So it's really great for him. So I think, um, you know, you earned that. You, you said something in the text thread that said that he earned it and he did and I'm super proud of him so um without further ado I know all of us had great weekends and stuff I did ask Shay Shay give me an update on the misses 
No, still uh, still pending, still on track. So we'll uh, we'll see if there's any any updates today when she goes. So. Is it like how how what's the countdown on? Are we like at like two uh, weeks? Where are we at? Three, three, weeks. three weeks and counting. So any minute now is basically what they're telling you. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's coming, baby. Yeah, so that, awesome. let's get some wake up music and get this party started. Come on, come all to a Monday morning wake-up call. Good morning to Tim Anderson coming in from the Pacific Northwest, baby. 5 a.m. over there. Thank you, Tim, for joining us this morning live. He is part of the 5 a.m. club. So a couple of quick shout-outs. Our friend Henry Paisano. Happy birthday, Paisano. Look at him. I love him. So I want to make sure that – we, uh, we shout him out. One last shout out, and then we're going to get into some serious content. Um, today in 1999, the series Law and Order SUV. Um, SVU. SVU, sorry. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Law and Order where they only drive SUVs. <laughs> <laughs> I got lots on my mind. Okay? <laughs> but I, uh, it Great is show. It is my favorite show. I watch it religiously, as you know. It, literally, if if I'm not soaked in some content, I'm listening or watching. I feel like I feel like USA should just change their name to Law and Order SVU because I feel like that's the only show that I ever see on that channel. Fantastic. Um, here's when content that we talk about becomes real in the universe, and one of the huddlers picks it out and throws us a fastball. Bang, show me Greg Goldstein, what he quote. So look at this. So he actually posted that if it gets scheduled, it gets done. Mark, give me your comments. Yeah, just so he was at the Buffalo Bills team hotel, right? And there's so there, there's a lot to unpack here because, number one, obviously they're scheduled to the minute on what meetings are happening, you know, when the snack is happening, what the curfew is. So there's no confusion about where you should be and when you should be there. And then also everybody has an understanding of what needs to happen, right? Like look at the way they're breaking up the meetings into special teams meetings, position meetings, offensive and defensive team unit, and then an entire team. You're having the same message carried out, but you're also having all of the individual information that people need to know about in order to win the game. And I think they were a little more prepared than the Dolphins, obviously, because they executed. I mean, it was unbelievable. The first three phases of the game were a complete fold for the Dolphins, right? Three and out on offense. They punt the ball. They give up a 20-yard return. And then the defense gives up a 46-yard touchdown. Preparation. Obviously, check the box for the Buffalo Bills because they did a great job. So I was listening to all the pregame stuff, and they said, watch out for Buffalo anyway. Coming off a loss, 
They were unhappy. Miami was feeling good about themselves. So you had that. But it does validate the point that what gets scheduled gets done. It's got to be on your calendar. I love that. So uh, you know that each morning um, I listen to affirmations I have for years and years and years. I have tons of um, stuff that are in my library or what Shay and I call the vault. But I came across something new. Um, and when I find something new, I love it. It's something called Third Eye Thoughts. And it's a guy named Hunter who uh, started an Instagram page. The Instagram page blew up. And every single morning in my inbox, I am getting some kind of motivational type, um, affirmational type conversation to put in my head to start the day. Shared it with Christy. She's already signed up. So if you guys want that information, Third Eye Thoughts, you can find Hunter on Instagram. Great job. You know, uh, 17 million people following him. You know, so it's just the world we live in is just so amazing that if you share good stuff, which is a lesson for social media, just give it to the universe. Let the universe um, look at Fox. She knows, man. Yep. Teresa Fox knows. So great stuff. To that end, about a month ago, I shared an Ernie Johnson video, shared some of it here, shared some of it um, on, a, on a post. I want to share with people that when you put good stuff out there, I got 30,000 views of people who loved that quote, loved what he talked about, and then shared it with other people. So if you, you know, you're stuck on content, you don't need to create it. You need yep. to find it and share it. Share it with your audience. Be the one that puts it out there. We found it. Shay actually found it, sent it to me, very similar to one years ago when Dabo Sweeney gave Super Bowl tickets to his assistant that had Down syndrome. He sent it to me. I go, man, that is a feel-good Friday. We, all we did is said, hey, feel good on Friday. Watch this. So you're all reporters. When you find something, see something, the rainbow, whatever it is, just share it. Yeah, I think that I think looking at your life through a content lens is really important because that's the world we live in. And when we talk about marketing yourself or marketing who you are, it's not necessarily about you. It's just your ability to share the things that make you feel good. So whether that's something that's actually happening to you or it's a piece of content that you consume, like you know, I, I did for I don't know, like eight straight weeks every Wednesday, I was breaking down the book written by Bill Walsh, you know, finding the winning edge because there's so many fundamental principles that are good for organizations. That was, I wasn't making that up. I read the book. I had the books highlighted. I just went through, found my highlights and shared it. So sharing content is really what it's about. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, like I'm starting to do some videos with just thoughts, random thoughts. I hear people say, well, I think I can do it. Yeah, I'll think, quit thinking about it and just know you can do it. So I did a video like that. And again, you know, the you get your affirmation from the audience that says, hey, thanks for sharing it. And even if it's one person that does that. So I pulled another little clip, a gem from this Ernie Johnson thing. If you haven't seen it, please find it. But Shay, show me Ernie Johnson. When you wake up in the morning, how am I gonna make somebody else's life better today? And there's a team much bigger than this. There's a, there's a team that is trying to make somebody's day better. That's all of us. I was just gonna wear this shirt today. 
and I thought it'd be a little informal just to, to show up in a t-shirt. But this is what's underneath. Be a better human. How are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? Love you too. Awesome. Love you too. <laughs> and I will tell you this. Just remember this one nugget. Do it for someone else who needs to hear it, needs yep. to see it, someone who needs the uplift. I had somebody ask me, why the huddle? How did it happen? Where did it come from? It came from people reaching out to Mark and I saying, holy shit, what do we do with this pandemic thing? You and I just said, let's, let's go live. Let's, <laughs> let's go live. Let's light a fire every single morning. We're doing it anyway. It's our way of doing it. So think of someone else. Quit thinking about yourself and your insecurity and whether someone's going to like it and whether you get all these, you know, likes or shares. Or, who cares? If you do it for the one person that needs to see it, you will have done a good deed. And that's what social media should be about. So all these people who are saying, this is not Facebook, fuck you. <laughs> Amen. And Amen. Yeah, let's get some motivational music. That will take us higher. So, just a little, you know, I I did not know this, okay? But so when that song came out, I was relatively young. I was in like high school, you yeah. know, loved it. Great song, right? Everybody, banging Creed, love Creed. Went to college, right? It was like somebody brought up Creed and I was like, oh, what happened to Creed? Found out they were a Christian rock band, That's exactly right? right? Then realized listening to that song, they were singing about heaven. That's I was right. like, oh my God. There, <laughs> I was today there. years old. When I figured it out. <laughs> but you know what? It's so great that you picked that out. I wasn't going to go there. Yeah, but, but it's I love that you did because the words, because there's a hunger. Yeah. You have a hunger, so let's go there. And I'm <laughs> deep and rich. And yep. you, know, you listen to the words to these songs, they're amazing. They happen to be to a rock and roll thing. So kudos to you. Um, I happen to just love that song because I want to go higher. 
Yep. I want to consistently hold the bar above my head to see where I can get. And so I'm so proud of you for uh, for sharing that. So, so one little bit of football content then before we go any further, because if you listened to Trey Young, the quarterback for Alabama, after the game, and they asked him, you know, what what, what allowed you guys to finish? You know, what was the what what lets you get here to to win? And he said, well, it's all about Coach Saban. Coach Saban never lets us you know, deviate from the standard, never lets us deviate from what's expected. And because he does that, we were able to finish the game. That's hold the standard. What's the standard? You know, what is that? You know, keep pushing it a little bit higher and look at the way the organization and the people respond. Yeah. You know, I mean, you and I talked about this before and I think we'll stay on it for a minute. Um, that was a gift that that game was tight on the road you know, the, it was a gift because now they have something to build on. Now sure. They get higher. Now they go back in the locker room and they go, all right, you're not all that. Oh, uh, okay. so that's one thing that I love talking to people about, especially the leaders, is the best time to coach and be critical is when things are good or, or when you're winning and numbers are high. And, you, you know, you talked about it, you know, when revenue was really good, you were like, "Why? what are we doing? What are we doing 90 days out? What's the pipeline? How are we developing? It's the same in football. It's the same in winning. It's the same in sports. It's the same in business. When your team is doing really well, that's when you get microscopic on the process and on the people because that's where you push them. Like, yeah, we won. That's great. But how much better can we get? We were up 21 to three. Why didn't we slam the door on them? Here's all the reasons why. Here's how much better we get because of winning that game. And so for those that are not officially sold on coaching, mentoring, you know, support, there's a perfect example because there's some programs right here in the state that are in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, when you look at the difference between the University of Miami and the University of Florida, they both played Alabama, right? They both went down early fast. Look at the difference, right? Florida was able to hang in there. Florida was able to take that blow and then still – you know, execute. They went on a 99 yard drive down 21 to three. They went on a 99 yard drive that put them back in the game. That is an unbelievable testament to it, to, to resilience, right? That's that, that, that is how are you building resilience in your team, in your people that goes to coaching that goes to culture and kudos to Alabama. Again, they were able to withstand that comeback and finish the game the right way and win. So when it comes down to looking at the game, right, it's all just a metaphor for what we're doing in life, right? Whether it's in your family or whether it's in your business, it's what's your standard? Are you willing to allow people not to meet the standard, right? And then how are you holding everybody accountable to the behaviors that you need to have in order to build the resilience? So kudos to Christy for throwing the word and catching that instilled the standard. If you or your organization does not have a standard, good luck. Yep. It's just chaos. It's the Wild West. It's yep. people doing what they want, when they want, what they think. They're, Nick Saban is not interested in what you did in high school. He doesn't care. I, he's interested in what you do at Alabama. 
Oh, by the way, and the, the standard isn't set for Saturday, right? They're not only looking at the standard on Saturday. The standard is Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. The standard is you have to operate a certain way day in and day out if you want the opportunity to play on Saturday. And then you'll get held to the same standard that we've been holding to you to all week. I think that's the other pe thing that people forget is that it, there's no days off. You don't get away from the standard. It is what it is. Oh, I think for you and me, the standard is there. I mean, we, sure. we had an amazing strategy session last week because the standard is there. Yep. And I think, you know, you and Jake were both amazed that at three o'clock, you know, when I stood up in front of that board and laid out vision and set, you know, goals. And, you know, that's part of the standard I set for myself a long time ago. People say, well, you know what, uh, do you have any fears? Yeah, I had a fear of being average. When I was growing <laughs> up, I didn't want to be average. People yep. say, ah, you know, it's okay. I'm going to get this. I didn't want that, which I want to close. I was going to do this, you know, other content, which I'll yep. save for another day. But I want to show you the power of the conversation that we're having here. So Scott Garber, who everybody knows is my nephew, he reached out after the huddle on Friday and asked a question. And he said something about the 60,000 negative thoughts. And he, he wanted to know more about that, where it came from. And, mm -hmm. you know, it was just, a, so I reached out and I, he goes, how do you know? And how did, you know, I said, to, so we had this really great conversation about, you know, the fact that we're bombarded with negative and we're less than, and then we moved to Trevor Moat. And yep. I want to give special tribute to him again today because Russell, William, Russell Wilson, who was his friend and partner and whatever, lost on Sunday. And when you listen to him, he exhibits something called neutrality. And I want you to comment on neutrality. Because if the word today is standard, set the standard, well, the standard for him is neutrality. Yeah, it's, and neutrality is not riding the highs or the lows. There are so many emotions that are involved with success or failure eliminating that from your mind and only focusing on the task that needs to be done. Right. And when you put it in scope of a game for athletes, it doesn't 28 to three doesn't matter. Right. What matters is we have the ball right now. What do we do with the ball on this play? So transform that to business. Your KPI is lagging. Right. Whether it's customer satisfaction or whether it's, you know, revenue or whatever the number is that's lagging, you can't do shit about that number right now. All you can do is if it's customer satisfaction, I have a customer in front of me. What can I do to make it the best experience for them? And you focus on the behavior and the task that needs to be accomplished. And you stop worrying about the feelings that are involved with the failure or with the success. And you only focus on the doing. Pretty powerful conversation for a Monday morning. I was fired up when I wrote it. I'm fired up that I get to, uh, you know, play against the screen with you because you are incredible. Your Thank content you. again this morning was a laser beam, a beauty. Make sure you are following Mark. He is putting amazing stuff in the, in the universe Comment on it, share it with your friends, use it in your meetings. Jeff Bishop, win. What's important now? What's important now is to get down to business. I love it. Up, please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business.